This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Morning, Melbourne, and around the world, it is the tag team on Joy 94.9 with Harry Hunter and Dave the Apprentice. It is 21 minutes to 7, guys. It's 13 degrees, but we're heading for a top of 21, which, you know, we've done worse for this time of year. Yeah. We've done worse. Yes. Like it. Coming up, guys, I want to talk to you all about, you know, well, I'm 30 years old. I'll be honest now at the intro, and then I'm going to tell you later that I'm considering... What? You don't look a day over 21. Aww. That is so That's really cute, Harry. I'm considering lying about my age, and you might have just given me the encouragement I need, Harry, yeah. so I think so. Aww. Um, I'm going to be talking about those, you know, those things in the back of your cupboards that you've bought and they just keep haunting you every single day. Boyfriend. <laughs> no, Dave's checked his cupboard. He ain't got one of them. Thoroughly <laughs> really look through there. Nothing's happening. And, guys, we're going to be chatting to Handsome Music, a.k.a. Caitlin Park. After he talks, very excited. I'm very excited. Very exciting. Here he comes, folks. It's Dan coming across the field. What's he got this time? He's in the skirt. No, it's just a long pair of scorts. It's Dave's Small Trap. Oh, thanks, Hunter. And overnight, the EPL, we have our first casualty. It's the Everton manager, Ronald Coman, has been sacked. <gasps> oh, not Ronald. Already, I know. Is that a new thing? Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, had a, he's had a poor start, losing 5-2 to Arsenal over the weekend. That oh. security's uh, out of you go, mate. Get out of here. Also, Gary Ablett has returned home to the Geelong Cats in the Yay! trade period on Friday. The trade took two weeks to happen, and it finally got confirmed at 2 p.m., with Geelong sending a few traffic picks over to That's Gold Coast. Dave's team, Geelong. Oh, yay! I used to live next door to that family. Did you? Yes. There you go. Not the Ablets. Uh, uh, something. Oh, I've forgotten their name. It was uh, Gary Ablett's sister and his her husband, who was a very famous footballer. Alright, oh, not sure. And now the sons play. Yes. yes. You know. Names in Berwick. Big names in Berwick. Great news in the Australian cricket world. The Australian women won their opening one day against England in Brisbane, taking the Ashes lead to 1 0. Vice captain Alex Blackwell, one of our community, uh, was the hero with a 67 not out. Uh, Australia won with five balls to spare. Oh, She's well a member done. of the queer community, you yeah, mean? Yes. A female cricketer. Yeah, I've interviewed her on the Informer. Oh, there you go. Was she a lovely lady? Very lovely. Oh, well deserved that. Big congratulations. Well deserved. So the Ashes go to the Coffs Harbour next for the next uh, Ashes game. Oh, Coffs Harbour? Yeah. Is that a good place? Well, you know what they say is the Lords of Southern New South Wales. The, the Lords? Yeah, the oh, Lords. Wow. Yes, oh, wow. it is. Very fancy. Is that a day? Have you finished, mate? Yeah, let's wrap it up. And that was Dave Sports Wrap. Joy.org.au 
guys, there was a huge uh, marathon uh, going on in Italy this week. You guys were probably across it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Didn't yep. get a mention in the sports wrap, Dave, I noticed, but I thought that was I thought it deserved its site. own segment. And you're right. Yes. Uh, so what's happened, right, uh, we're talking unexpected wins because an yeah. Italian club runner has won the Venice Marathon after the leading six run- runners... Took a wrong turn. <laughs> oh, no. You can't do that. Turn. He's done a Stephen Bradbury come from behind. He's from seventh to first just because some people couldn't read their GPS. Now, oh, wow. Now, that? I've got a bit of sympathy for him, right? Because I was in Venice. And Venice is like a rabbit's warren. Is you, it? you could get lost in a heartbeat. Because, you know, Venice, there's no cars. That's underwater, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's not under yet, but some of the city. You know, there's there's canals all the way around. It's a bit smelly. Is it? They don't tell you that in the brochures. No. It's a bit smelly. I was I was on a gondola for my birthday. Bragging. At, Bragging. Thank you very much. And we were going around and it was beautiful. It was absolutely stunning. But I did notice that I didn't want to touch any of the walls because there's all like these little creatures, <gasps> like all like Ugh. yucky things. And they're all on the walls. What everywhere. sort of creatures? They look like, um, you know, like those little grey, crunchy, leggy ones? Crabs. With, a, with the hard backs? No. Crabs. Smaller than a crab. Are we, play sh- are we playing charades? Smaller than a crab, bigger than a slug. Um, Anemones. Wood something. Wood, woodpecker. Oh. Woodpeckers. Little wo- Italian woodpeckers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they oh, sounds, sounds. It if, sounds beautiful. Yeah, it sounds yeah. great. If anybody in Venice has seen the six runners, are they, are they still running somewhere? They're or? still going. No, okay. They're checking yeah. the canals. Uh, so his name was Iob Faniel, and he runs for the local club, and he was one minute behind the leaders at the time, but found himself leading when everybody else went missing. That's amazing. That's remarkable, and isn't it? Dave and I just give each other a very appreciative look. Can you just say his name again? Oh, um, I've forgotten it, um, but I think it was Eob Fanea. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you. That's really good. I now, did a Google. Have you ever accidentally won anything, Hunter? Uh, uh, ac- not accidentally. Oh, uh, yeah. Always on purpose. Always. <laughs> but I very similar to Eob Finale. I did, uh, I did once uh, do a cross-country race <laughs> around Akuna Park in Berwick um, with my high school, and you had to do two full uh, revolutions of the park through the bush. That'd right? be dangerous in Berwick too. Well, after, you know, I went so slow on the first round that when it I came It turned into a beat. The- <laughs> oh. This is tortoise in the hair kind of story. Focus. I ran one revolution <laughs> of the bush and I went so slowly that when I came round to gun past the finish line the first time, <laughs> everybody thought that I was finishing. And so I just went with it and oh, pretended to finish. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. In a bit of a circle. Really, what was your celebration? It really is a tortoise in the hair situation. <laughs> Um, anyway, I still came 12, but unfortunately 12 was enough to get you sent to oh, like, oh, the that, next level. And that's all you needed. Why do you want to do that, Dave? <laughs> oh, you didn't want to do it. Before I know it, I bloody at the state competition. I can't run. I came 12th and only did one lap. Oh. <laughs> you can so imagine how well I did at state. So what happened? Uh, I didn't go. I didn't go. <laughs> no, I just pretended it I was m- Must have clashed with drama, did yeah. it? Yeah, I came home to mum. I said, oh, God, I've cheated at cross country and it's worked way too well. I'm off to zone. I'm off to zone. <laughs> I hated cross country. I used every excuse under the sun to get out of cross country. Cross country and swimming. The two things I just could not... How did you go with it, Harry, with cross country? Were you into it? Because I felt like you would have had the enthusiasm, but... But what? Just, just, but but still don't come, look me still, up and down but still come and top. imagine me in my fat days. All right? <laughs> well, that's, yeah, well, you said it. You well, said I, was, I wasn't that fat at high school, actually. Oh, good. Because I was into all the sports. Javelin, shot put, <laughs> rugby, football. All the lies. <laughs> yeah, all the ones where you're really, you yeah, know, yeah. swarthy and stealth. Yeah. Um, I loved cross country, but, you know, I'm easily led, guys, and we know this. 
and it was at the time where I was assimilating into a new school, so that was at the point where I was still in the gang. Oh. So, so all the girls from the gang were like, we, we all run together in it. I was like, yeah, okay. So then we um, we were all running, and then the leader was like, come down by her. So then we went off, and then they were all having a smoke. Oh, and waiting for everybody genius. to go past and then they found a shortcut yeah. so we were sort of middle of the pack oh that's not bad though yeah. still get her fit I also once when we used to go to athletics day me and my friends used to call it canteen day and we'd just take $20 <laughs> and yes. we wouldn't participate and then one day I didn't like like really, like honestly, like three pies and a chalky milk and a curly whirly, <laughs> yeah. and then and a muffin um, in there somewhere. All of a sudden, I got overcome oh. by house spirit, and I threw my hand up to run in the sixteen hundred meters. Oh what? my goodness! Uh, and I only made it halfway, and I vomited. Oh no! The chalky milk everywhere yeah, on the track. That's right. I had to bring out a bag. Oh, no. for me. I had to lay down on the field. <laughs> what was your message at your gang, Harry? Was it either, you know you either run with the gang Kill or, or you be hunt. killed? Yeah, I think it was run with the gang or you're hunted by the gang. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something very. I mean, we. Um, you know, we targeted a lot of bus stops because, you know, bus stops are the enemies to the gang, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and phone boxes. Yeah. They really, yeah, they really oh, grind your gears just being there. I haven't had, um, as you know, I'm a very talented sportsman, so I don't yes. have any similar stories like that. Like, like, I just generally win because people expect yeah, me to win. You start to win and you do win. Um, but there was a gifted student award, I remember, in grade six. Pulling that off with a fantastic win. Now I'm not pulled him off. Yeah, well, I wasn't the most educated uh, student going around, but I was a massive, and this wouldn't surprise you. I was a massive teacher's suck pet. Up. Yes, oh, a massive yeah. suck up. So when it comes to giving the, uh, I was always hugging the teacher. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Teachers love me. Um, but uh, when it comes to giving the gifted student award of the year. It came to me, was surprised about five or six of the... Uh, <laughs> you hugged it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five or six of the students thought they were robbed and they were because of my charm. Well, wow. what a trio of revolting people we are. Joy.org.au That's great, Harry. That's what I love about you. You just know how to do showbiz. Thank you, you very much. You know how to do showbiz. Unfortunately, a big part it's of showbiz... It's in my blood, because I don't know if you know, my grandfather was in Maris Monsey twice. That's not really showbiz, though, is it? Local oh, government? it is. It is. Is it? Is it? He was in the evening post, nigh on every night. Was he? Yep. Opening, like, opening this, opening that. Envelopes. He used to own the clubs. That's yeah. more showbiz. Oh, yeah. He used to be the one of the talent judges. Oh. Before... Click, wow. click, Scott Talent. Swansea. Swansea's got talent. Swansea's got yeah, talent. Yeah, because you know who yeah. you used to judge, didn't you? What? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh! When she what? was on the circuit. Any chance Harry has to mention Zeta-Jones or Bonnie Tyler? I, mean, I was about to start talking about lying about my age, but here we are talking about Catherine Zeta-Jones and Swansea's got talent. So what was what was Catherine's act? Was she like a... Sing jo- dancing. Oh, would she do it with a dancing dog or something? Not with the not with the dog, but um, she used to do a lot with top hats and you know the stick. Oh, come on down to Swansea, I'll show you a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. Isn't oh, it? Mm, all Zeta. of that. Is Zeta a Welsh name? Can mm. Zeta? That's actually a grandma's name. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I asked. What yeah. was her full name? Zeta, Zeta Jones. <laughs> 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 it was. But Holly Holly was, uh, she's still doing her play, right? And it, they get to ad-lib a couple of bits. And she made a joke because she knew I was in the crowd about Catherine Zeta-Jones and then followed up with Tom Jones. And I could see the exact moment when she said that. And she went, and in her head, she was like, oh my God, they've both got the same last names. <laughs> like, it was the first time she'd ever realised that Catherine Jones and Tom Jones have got the same last names. And then she said to me, they're not related, are they? I was just like, a, no. Just, no. <laughs> Well, speaking of showbiz, guys, everybody yeah. knows that showbiz is all about the looks, right? We wouldn't yeah. be in this position that we're in, even on the radio, if it wasn't for my stunning good looks carrying <laughs> the three of us. 
And I'm starting to feel a slip of age. You know, we talked last week a little bit before about me getting Botox. Yeah. Well, now I've decided to just start lying about my age instead. Ah. Oh. I don't know why it's taking you so long to figure this one out. Have you been doing it? I've been doing it for ages. So we're both 30. Yes. If I'm running, if I run into you on Tinder, what age am I going away from? Oh, so I'm still not lying on that. I think, can you hide your age on Tinder? Might be harder because... No, no, I don't know. So you're looking at me like I... Yeah, yeah. I think I'm still 30 on Tinder. Where are you lying? I'm lying in person when people ask oh. how old I am. <laughs> and when people ask me how old I am, I always say, oh, how old do you think I am? And, oh. if, they go, and if they go, oh, 24, 25... Spot on. Well done. Good to you. You just roll you? with it. Yeah, I just roll with it. So I, it's up to them to decide. Hell has no place. That doesn't make sense. What I was about to say. Um, I have no time for people who... <laughs> what you meant to say was hell hath no fury like Hunter when somebody guesses is age wrong. Exactly right. Um, when people say, how old do I look or how old do you think I am? That's a cruel game. And you know what? If they say 24, they're lying. Because what you do is you think of what you actually think and then you minus a lot oh. of time off it to be safe, don't you? So what are people guessing you, Hunter? 33, 34... Yeah, older. I get older. Do you get older, yeah. do you? Oh. Yeah, I do. Really? Thanks for that joke. It's because you're probably yeah. so tall. And mature, I suppose. And also you've oh, had yeah. that... Tall? I don't know. Tall. <laughs> the you, don't pro- get, you don't get taller. <laughs> Where the hell do you get forever? Oh, my, yeah. my <laughs> granddad gets hitting his head on the uh, bridge at the moment. Yeah, no, you don't get taller, but you see some really tall blokes and they're usually in their 40s. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just I don't keep know. Right. Well, I'm, not sure. I'm not sure if Harry's got any research to like, back that one up. You're like, stop looking at me like it doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, my you don't my just keep stepfather. Into your 30s. My stepfather. He's really tall. How old's he? Fifty-two. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been doing, Hunter? What I want to know if it's okay to lie about your age, okay? Because I know somebody quite well. I don't want to give away how I Megan. know him, but let's. <laughs> but let's say it is, isn't it? Just imagine that we sort of live together, right? And he really pushes the boat out. Morning, Doctor. <laughs> Stop it. He really pushes the boat out. With the, okay, we can't, you, you fly my car. We can't talk about it. He, he's going to kill me. <laughs> no, go on, go on. We need to hear. Well, I reckon he's... Melbourne needs I to reckon, hear. And this is just a guess. I don't yeah. know for sure. Yeah. I reckon he's carving five or six years off. Really? In romantic situations. But you know what? I think that's all right. I think it's, it's when it when it's, it's decades, that's when it gets a bit mm. a bit thing. Like, if I ever went back on the dating scene... I think I think I would probably take a couple of years off. Joy.org.au One of us, or two of us, nigh on three of us in this room have, <laughs> have done it at some point. And, uh, and Hunter, have you ever been sprung? I've not been sprung, but I was just remembering that our friend of the tag team, uh, Sean Molseed. Oh, Shwani. Witchy poo um, to his witchy, friends. Witchy poo to his friends. He was dating an absolute madman for a while. Um, he was a British guy. They both lived in Melbourne. He was a British guy who I think was claiming to be 24. Um, but after I started dating, Sean started to get pretty sus. Uh, and the big kicker was that when Margaret Thatcher died, yeah. he became really, really emotional. Whereby our calculations, he shouldn't have been alive at Margaret Thatcher time. <gasps> but he really, really, really cried, yeah. And then eventually Sean asked for proof of age. Oh. And so he sent through either like a photocopy of his like birth certificate or passport. Sean's very official. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you have a CV he as had, well? He had clearly doctored it. Like he'd printed off oh a little four God. and tried to stick it over one of the numbers. What? Oh, no. Yes. That's what I mean. Like you can go oh. out on a limb. And this is, I'm speaking to you now, Dave. You can go out on a limb and pretend you're a beautiful youth. But when you get sprung, it's deeply humiliating. What you need to know, you need to know your birth date for the year exactly for what age you're claiming to be. Because it's how he says, oh, what's your birthday? Tell us your whole birthday. You've got to make sure you're trying to calculate like 1987 minus, and he gets stuck. Yes, he that happened to me when I was a kid and I was trying to lie to get into the pub. Oh. And they asked me what my star sign was. 
I was just changing the months, so it just make me just 18. Yeah. What's well, just our sign? And I had no idea, but in hindsight, it's no way that bouncer would have known either. It's <laughs> <laughs> a blocking technique, I reckon. Yeah, probably. So you were like, I'm, a, I'm an Aquarius. Yeah. Wrong! Thanks for asking. I've been lying about my age for a long, long time, but this radio show itself is what's added me the most. We've talked about me turning 30 quite a lot no in the lead up back. to it. Yeah, now I feel like. Plus, if you're dating someone, just say I was dating someone, I'm telling them I'm 27, okay? And then I really like them. At some point, you have to fess up that you're really 30. And that's a huge red flag. If if you're the Mm. other person, getting a lie right in your face that early on is a big red flag. Yeah, yeah. if if you're the lie, it's not going to be serious. I remember when I um, first started going out and I met a guy... Um, in my early days, anyway. Wow, okay, way back. I know, yeah. way back. Um, and I met him, and like we were like vibing. It's not all you were lying about, though, is it? <laughs> and, and getting on, and then um, like we swapped numbers and whatever. And then for about four weeks, like we were texting. I met with him a couple of times. Like he was quite, he was quite fun. He was a laugh, um, and he'd lied to me about his name. <gasps> oh, that's a good idea. In yeah. what way? Well, he told me. So he spud to his friends. He's known as Spud. Spud up. But he told me that his name was Simon. But his name was Matthew. <laughs> I reckon that's pretty cool. That's something then, that I'd like to do. And he's like, he's like, babe, I got something to tell you. Uh, my name's not really Simon. And I was like, what? And he's like, yes, yeah, Matthew. I was like, why did you lie about that? He's like, oh, I just thought it sounded a bit better. Joy.org.au. Now, Dave, moving right along before you say something else that makes me guffaw loudly. <laughs> um, on the rundown here, I've got something about you and your ex. Oh, yes. This is great, actually. So, <laughs> I've been up. I've been up, guys. Yeah, and then a big Gather around the radio. And a big fizz down. <laughs> um, so, we've been broken up for about th- three and a half years, I think it is, roughly. Oh, that. so a deep ex. Yeah, deep ex, yep. Um, but I still maintain contact with his family, his uh, mum and sister. Oh, <gasps> his mum and sister. Yeah, but what? they live in the States. So, they do, when they do come down to Melbourne. What? I know, I know. <laughs> Hang on. Well, they keep, live in another Sorry, state. keep going. Yeah, well, they live in... Okay, they live in the state, so when they make a Melbourne trip, they'll generally try and see if they can make contact with me and maybe catch up for brunch or... Well, I think we went out for a trivia night one. I should be saying this. Um, hopefully, he's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> is it, but, a, is um, it a secret? Well, they well, we do keep it a bit of a secret. <laughs> um, but he does... Uh, when I, I do, That's not your fault. That's not up to you. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, no. But uh, we do, as you well know, we... Bump, I bumped into my ex at the trivia night where Hunter was sitting at his table. Oh, yes. The greatest betrayal of all time. Yes, you might remember a couple of months ago when I went to the trivia night with the ex. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought the greatest betrayal of all time was that you two didn't invite me to that. The se- okay, it was the that second was, greatest betrayal. And that was Hunter's idea. Um, so I let it slip that I did catch up with uh, the mum and sister. Now, when him. you say you let it slip... I may have just made sure. I thought I made sure it did come out. Uh, Did you let it slip or did you make sure you said it? Oh, your mum's had a sore hip, hasn't she? (laughs) (laughs) uh, And your sister's looking very well. I love love that blouse your mum's got, the purple one. Yeah, well, he was very angry at the time that I told him. But he did actually text me a couple of days later. He goes, I'm just going to get over it. I'm just going to get over it and just, you know, handle it. Him texting you saying that he's going to get over it means he's definitely not over it. Yeah, What did he say? When you when you slipped it in, what did he say? Oh, he was more. D- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, we didn't rekindle. Um, there was a he was it was anger. He That's, was angry. Yeah, he, he was, was angry. Yeah, he was disappointed. So, what do you think, Harry? Do you think it's okay to stay in contact with the ex? Because this is a big thing, particularly with mums. Mums mm. often find it hard to let go of a of a child's partner. When you break up with someone, you sort of break up with their family yeah, as well, and you don't mm. really get sort of that closure. And we were, I was a big part they were a big part of my life a huge part as, as well and I think like if they 
you know, wanted to get in touch. I mean, I would love that, but also I kind of feel like I give up the responsibility, you know, those rights yeah. when... Yeah, that's right. You know. But you're right, they were, do play a huge part of it. Are we talking about... Um, yeah. Your boyfriend Simon and Michael, Simon slash Michael that you just mentioned before. Matthew. You your Welsh mate, Matthew, well, the about his name. Is that who, his family? Well, it turns out, if you want a little known fact, that when I was a manager of the supermarket, I had to fire his mother for stealing. When I started managing supermarkets, I, had to, he, I was his boss as well. Joy.org.au We have a very special guest very on, special. The, on the line now, all the way from Sydney. We have the very lovely, handsome, a.k.a. Caitlin Park. Hello. Welcome to the show. Woo-hoo. Good morning. How are you? How are you going? Very well, thank you. Now, I was, I was saying to Caitlin before, I was like, thank you so much for being up so early and coming on the show. And Caitlin was like, it's not that early, actually. <laughs> <laughs> would you, norm- you would normally be awake at this time, Caitlin, or is it sort of a rock star life? You're getting up at three with a bottle of Jack. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually haven't gone to sleep. No, um, <laughs> my... My, I actually have a puppy, a very small puppy, and she gets she gets uh, um, us up at about six a.m. and we have to walk her by about six thirty. So, oh, right. where where that's the rock star lifestyle that I'm <laughs> that I'm leading right now. No, Caitlin, totally worth it though. <laughs> totally, totally worth it. Um, yeah, well, you've been away for for a little while. We yeah. haven't heard you, and now you're back with, uh, with yeah. handsome. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, well, I went, I sort of went away to write a new, um, CP record and, uh, it was going really well and I had this concept and blah, blah, blah. And then a sort of a couple of things happened in my life, including me sort of growing up a little bit and, um, just sort of personal shifts. And so I decided to start something new and, um, and change the genre a little bit and, um, sort of explore other areas and I, I guess I could have done that with a Caitlin Park record but it just didn't feel right and so and you know <laughs> you may have heard this before but a lot of the um a lot of musicians and most creatives um you know have to work from their emotional side we have a lot of feelings <laughs> um and so and so yeah I just decided to do something that um had a bit more that, that sort of embodied the music a little bit more and so Handsome was born I like the idea of that. I think we should. I think we should all be, have a chance to do a rebrand. You know, it doesn't have to be related to an album. You could just decide one day that, you know, that, yeah, I, that I was done with the current hunter and give myself a rebrand. Would you? Would you be more? I pushed? think. I think. I think you bring up a really good point, actually, because the way that I sort of saw it was like, you know, how many people in their lifetime can butterfly? Yeah. Um, the way that you can, and and you you really do have that ability in art, and I think that you do even more so these days with you know, the immediacy of social media and all those kinds of things, so why not? You're all butterflying while we're just stuck here as caterpillars, mate. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I mean, it's it's true. Uh, you know, you don't usually get to do it So in your personal life, so why not do it in your creative one? So you said that you're calling handsome tomboy pop. Sort of, can you mm-hmm. describe that for us? We're going to hear a bit of it, but give us an idea. Um, well, I guess I wanted to describe it as something that, um, yeah, just was a bit different but um tomboy is kind of me it's very um it's all about the attitude i guess it's about um and the style is kind of i don't know it's a bit bolder it's a bit um i don't i wouldn't call it aggressive but it just has like a swagger about it and it it reminds me of all of the tomboys and androgynous people that i know so i thought that i would brand it as that Our, our young Harry here is a was a tomboy growing up in Wales. Now, yeah. Do you have yeah. a song about joining a gang to help Harry out? <laughs> you guys, Caitlin, I accidentally joined a gang once. All right. 
That's all, that's all that happened. Is I accidentally joined that's a gang. Amazing. And, and the boys will not let was, me forget. Was it called the Tomboy Gang? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually called the Click Click Lions Crew. Thanks, thanks for asking. Now, maybe that could be the next. Maybe that could be the next rebranding. Next time you could come back with a bit, of, gang, actually, bit of Welsh gang warfare. I think that's a great idea. The funny thing, I mean, the funny thing about the funny things about gangs is that um, I think growing up and even like a part of you when you're older, there's still something kind of romanticized about it. There's still like, oh, I really want to be a part of that, you know. And I'm like, gangs obviously have a lot of, you know, negative flack about them, but I think there's still something about it that's kind of romantical. Do you guys, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I, I think like yeah. you know, if you get in the right in the right gang. It's it's quite nice because then you you've always got you've always got that that feeling you know yeah. around you. It's like you know that you've got each other's backs regardless. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, and I mean, I guess it's like it's, yeah. <laughs> well, it depends what kind of gang, but yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's, there's, there is that sense of community. And the the video that I put out for Late Night Ball Game actually, um, I actually talked a lot with the co-directors and the DOPs and stuff about about gangs and mm. the fact because we were we were trying to visualize an idea of the queer community um and so i was like well let's let's do it in a way that you know there are these five really close friends and they're kind of like a gang and you know you can't be a part of it you can't be a part of it but we're this sort of insular and very like um close group and we we find strength out of that does that make sense yeah Yeah, absolutely and late night ball game um is your New single featuring uh, Joyride, and it's number nineteen yeah. on the iTunes Electric Charts at the moment. So congratulations! It is. Um, Thank you very much for that. And we're, we're going to play that <laughs> single now. And you just touched, yeah. you just touched on um, uh, what mm. what the video is about, and uh, and we thought maybe yeah. you'd like to introduce it because we're going to play it now on Joy. Yeah, cool, great. Um, well, this is yeah the debut single for Handsome. Um, Late Night Ball Game was re- co-written by. Joyride and myself about two years ago. It finds itself in a huge amount of relevancy at the moment, obviously because of the um, stupid same-sex marriage postal vote. Um, and it's actually um, written about a friend of mine that came out as trans. Uh, and it's sort of a homage to the queer community and how close and amazing we are, but also the trials and tribulations that many people go through as gay and queer kids um, coming out to their loved ones. And so this is Late Night Ball Game on Joy. Joy.org.au. Oh, I'm oh, not What is this? <laughs> oh, you stole mine. <laughs> uh, this is uh, usually oh. we talk about our nans, but Dave, it's a Dave edition, so you're going to talk about your granddad, right? Yes. What's his name again? Alan. Alan. What's Alan's been going on with granddad. Alan Beckett? Not no, no. <laughs> Alan, not another Beckett. name. Yeah, another name. Um, so, um, I've been screening his calls a little bit lately because right. what I've noticed with the grandparents is that they're not a short, sharp, conversational type no, people. not at all. If you're going to commit to a phone call, it's not a quick two, three minute phone call. It is a good 20, 25 minute Correct. phone call. And with mine, it's not a traditional conversation either. It's more just of a listening for me. Yeah, that's right. And I feel like he cover all the bases. Like, he always asks me the same question. Like, how's your car going? How's your yeah. going? How's your car you s- going? How's your car going? Yeah, such that's an such adorable granddad question. Have you spoken to your mum? Or blah, blah, you know, blah. There's literally nobody in my life. That I could speak to everyone in my life for a full hour and no one would ever ask, how's my car going? Oh, that's such a great question. I really like it. But, um... Hey, where's your car going? <laughs> the car's going great. Goes into its first service this Thursday. Oh. Um, anyway. Uh, so, but he's been saying... 
why can't, why aren't you picking up the phone? That's why he has a concern. I've got two phones as well, personal and work phone. He's going, I'm calling both of them. He calls both? Yeah. Why aren't you picking up your phone? It could be like a big deal for work, you know? It could be ordering something else. But can't you tell that it's him? I do, yeah. He doesn't know. I don't know if he understands that your ID granddad comes up on oh, my screen. Right. So, so you, you're never thinking it's a big customer? No, no. But um, what it is, is that you, back to that, you've got to commit to 25 minutes. So if he calls at the wrong time, I've got to keep ignoring it. So poor granddad, he's just thinking, what's yeah, going on Yeah, last week I ignored Nan three days in a row, so then I had to answer just to say, I'm ignoring you, but I'll call you back at a, at a more appropriate time, Mon. Mm. You know what I mean? I think what they need, the elderly need, a bit of um, tech... You know, sending a couple of text messages, how are you, Dave? Blah, blah, text blah. messaging, yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. Like, yeah. You know how you're um, working to use text messages, just acting it out there with your hands? That's not great for radio. Not maybe. great for radio, but we might check up on the socials, why not? Yeah, my, na- my nan's not bad in the text. Really? Yeah, yeah, she's quite good. Sometimes she just sends like nine or ten full stops, but she can do it. Really? Yeah, 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 she can do it. So get him on it. Why don't you go down and do a lesson? You might well, need a phone with a big print. But the thing with my granddad is that every time he, he needs to put a contact in his phone, he'll he'll get his little handwritten notepad out that he's got a phone number on there and he'll go, Dave, oh. can you put that into my phone and put, oh. it, and put it under, you know, Hunter Joy Tag Team or something. Oh, you know? I mean, he can call me yeah. if you like. Why don't you say that? Say, listen, I'm too busy to take your calls, but my very kind friend and colleague, Hunter, he'll have a chat with you. Because mm. my car's in a world of strife, so we've got lots to talk about. Just maybe don't mention to my granddad how I know you, Hunter. Maybe just don't mention that part. <laughs> what? Not on the radio? Gay radio. Oh, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, he's not, he doesn't know about no, that, he's does not, he? He's not up to speed with that. Oh, I forgot. Oh, no. oh well, I hope he's not listening now because he's in for a shock. <laughs> just stumbling across That's 3 right. AW and he's comes across Joy. Name and last name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right, well, that was our very first edition of Man Talk. Oh, oh I'm going to chef. You can find more Joycast and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.